0: or wherever you listen to podcasts
1: from the, dis- <laughs> the vulgar display of power release that of course is pantera with my demons be driven with that uh, machine gun uh, beat going on there of, of- Of course, it was uh, inspired by the devil. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) My mother is probably rolling over in her grave.
2: Yep, she probably is. Oh, listen to that devil music. What happened to you, Wendell? (laughs) You were such a clean cut boy. What happened?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I I love that tune. Good song. I, I, lo- I love that album uh, cover as well, that, that whole punch in the face.
2: Yeah, well, it was at the time. It was a punch in the face to to music. That's for damn sure. But, but you know,
1: I, I got to hand it to Pantera, uh, you know, because especially in the era that they came out in the very early 90s, you know, just, just the whole cowboys from hell and then, you know, vulgar display of power. A vulgar display of power. Yeah, pal. This just, just that punch in the face where that guy just is taking a, just taking an uppercut to the face. And you wonder how many takes they did of that shot. I know that. I, I remember hearing stories that that guy, whoever that is, got paid to take punches in the face <laughs> to, to make that album cover. Oh, good for him. Smart. And a vulgar display of power. Yeah. it's Good stuff. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, talking about a vulgar display of power, Mm -hmm. something that, uh, the average American out there is, uh, experiencing with probably not realizing they're experiencing it. Okay. Um, believe it or not. And I know that being a tech guy that you are. Mm Mm-hmm. Apparently, the United Postal Service is running a covert operation program to monitor social media posts.
2: Oh, good. That's who should be on it, the Postal Service.
1: Well, it is a a—it is a branch of the government. Yeah, but the Postal Service, what, was the Department of Agriculture busy? <laughs> the law enforcement arm of the U.S. Postal Service has been running a program called I- C O P otherwise known as internet covert operations program that tracks and collects
2: Americans, social media posts. I like their pancakes personally. Oh no, that's I hop. Sorry. This is I cop. Right? This is I cop. Yeah. They don't, they don't do pancakes. <laughs> Apparently not. Okay.
1: Unless they're, they're, you know, flapjacking your ass in jail. <laughs> right. A recent report from uh the Yahoo News alleges that the law enforcement division of the US Postal Service, I didn't even mm-hmm. know they had a law enforcement division, has been quietly running a program that tracks and collects American social media posts including those related to protest and other gatherings.
0: Mm.
2: Interesting.
1: So, so the uh so the government has, um, more or less put the postal service in charge of monitoring social media.
2: Well, then everybody that's listening now, all 50,000 of you, according to Corey, I would like to see every one of you that has a social media page, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever, please put out a tweet or a post right now that says, dear post office, suck my dick. Let them get a, let them get a thousand of those Yeah, and figure out why. Well, I, I don't know about the suck my dick.
1: I think it's more appropriate for the Chris Akinism of eat a bag of dicks.
2: All right. Well, eat a bag of dicks would be good too. <laughs> Something involving Cox. Yes. But make sure you, you tag the post office in it so that they're aware. Make sure you tag USPS. Right. The uh,
1: surveillance effort known as uh, ICOP uh, has not been made public until now. The program involves analysts searching through the social media sites to look for, quote-unquote, inflammatory postings, according to the internal documents. This information is then shared across the government agencies. Okay, good. Uh, A March 16th government bulletin marked as law enforcement sensitivity and distributed through the Department of Homeland Security Fusion Center states, analysts with the United States Postal Service Inspection Service, Internet, uh, Internet Covert Operations Program, that is the ICOP, monitored significant activity, Regarding planned protests, according to the internationally and domestic uh, and domestically on March 20th, 2021. Okay. Locations and times have been identified for their protests, which are being distributed online across multiple social media platforms to include right wing leaning parlor and telegram. Account. Ooh, well, uh, you know, Facebook and Twitter, of course, they're, they're excluded from this. It's just
2: the right wingers, man. Holy shit. Let me post on gab right now. <laughs> We're going to have a secret meeting. I'm glad to see that they put the one department of the, um, of the government that's most known for their sanity and not having crazy people in it. Um, on the case here. Cause you know, the term going postal apparently must mean, you know, calm and collected thought. <laughs> what the fuck are they thinking about here?
1: Well, isn't it funny, though, that they target parlor and Telegram? Well, of course they do. I'm not, not, not Twitter and not I'm, Facebook. How about Gab? Well, they didn't mention that. Hmm. Uh, the bulletin notes that a number of groups plan to gather around cities worldwide. On March 20th, as part of a worldwide rally for freedom and democracy to protest a n- number of issues, the bulletin said. So the parlor users have uh, commented or, yeah, commented about their intent to use the rallies to engage in violence. Have they? Yes.
2: First of all, let me just be clear here. I still have the CMSPN parlor account. Yes. And since it got taken off of Apple and Google stores, it is a goddamn ghost town. So any rallies that are being planned on parlor are going to draw between six and 10 people. (laughs) Exactly. There's no one on parlor right now. Now I did hear that parlor's coming back on Monday to the, to the app store, which wow, is that almost exciting, (laughs) but uh, you know, um, there's no one on Parler right now. Parler's dead. They they successfully killed Parler. Right. It ain't coming back. Uh, image
1: three on the right is a screenshot from Parler indicating, drumroll please, two users discussing the event. Yeah, a
2: little it's less cool. than I was thinking, but...
1: To engage in a fight and do serious damage. No uh, intelligence is available to suggest the legitimacy of those threats.
2: If two people are walking by somewhere, how do you know if it's a protest or if it's just two people walking by? <laughs> exactly. How do you determine that? Right. Let's fuck out of here with this nonsense. Two users.
1: Two users. First of all, really three hundred and fifty million people in this uh, country, and we're worried about two users.
2: Yeah, I'm sure I could find two users on Twitter right now that are saying heinous shit too. Exactly. Are we gonna be Are we gonna be staking them out too, Post Office? Oh, absolutely not. Fuck out of here with the shit. The
1: bulletin included screenshots of posts from Facebook. Oh, wow. Telegram and other social media sites discussing the protest. Oh, well. ICOP analysts are currently monitoring these social media channels for any potential threats stemming from the scheduled protests Mm -hmm. and will disseminate intelligence updates as needed.
2: Well, if you cocksuckers weren't disarming the police, you could simply have police show up where this is scheduled maybe an extra cop or two to handle these two to three people that are fucking planning this big, this big get together here and have a little bit of police presence there to shut it down. Well, they're racists, but, but apparently you got to defund the police. So there's no room for that to happen. No, of course not. Idiots. Uh, Rachel
1: Levinson Waldman, Mm -hmm. the deputy director of the, Brennan Center for Justice, Liberty, and National Security Program commented on the situation to the Yahoo News right. state that this seems to be a bit bizarre. Yeah, Based on the very minimal information that is available online, it appears that the ICO ICOP is meant to root out the misuse of the postal system by online actors. Mm, which doesn't seem to encompass what's going on here. It's not at all clear why their mandate would include monitoring social media that is unrelated to the use of the postal system.
2: How about they monitor getting me my fucking Amazon shit on time? How about that? (laughs) How about you monitor that? How about you monitor fucking unloading the, the junk mail from my fucking mailbox? How about you do that? Let let me let me fill out some paperwork to ICOP where they where they can intercept this um top secret junk mail that I get fourteen of every single day and throw it right in the garbage where I throw it. How about that?
1: <laughs> the ICOP provided a general statement on its authorities mm-hmm. stating the US Postal Inspection Service is the primary law I didn't know that the U.S. Postal Service was a law enforcement agency. Apparently. Uh, The U.S. Postal Inspection Service is the primary law enforcement, crime prevention, and security arm of the U.S. Postal Service. As such, the U.S. Postal Inspection Service has federal law enforcement officers, postal inspectors, who enforce approximately 200 federal laws to. Achieve the agency's mission that is to protect the U.S. Postal Service and its employees, infrastructure, customers, and enforce the laws that define the nation's mail system from illegal or dangerous use and ensure the public trust in the mail system. Now, what does that have to do with social media?
2: Well, you know, God knows. Who knows? <laughs> You know, if you say faggot on a, on a Facebook post, then, you know, clearly your mail in Duluth might be delayed. <laughs> the Internet Covert Operation Program
1: is uh, a function within the U.S. Postal Inspection Service, which assesses threats to the Postal Service employees and its infrastructure by monitoring publicly available open source information. Okay. Additionally, the Inspection Service collaborates with the federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies to proactively identify and assess potential threats to the Postal Service, its employees, and customers, and its overall mail uh, processing and transportation network. Hmm. Okay. In other- Go ahead. In order to preserve operational effectiveness, the U.S. Postal Inspection Service does not discuss its protocols,
2: investigative methods, methods, or tools. What's next? The Department of the Interior inspecting Wikipedia posts to make sure they're honest? Probably. Jesus, are you kidding me? Come on.
1: So that's that's the arm of the uh, USPS. Oh. Glad to hear it saying that, uh, we're, we're looking at your social media, pal. Mm-hmm. Don't you be threatening shit, especially over there on those right wing
2: websites that cab yeah. at that parlor. Yeah. Well, you right wingers. The whole, I mean, we're under constant surveillance. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, every, every stoplight you go past now has a camera on it you know, we just we just openly let Google Google run their trucks around, videotaping every fucking house on every street, <laughs> you know, and and cataloging it for under the guise of Google Earth, like that's what it's that's that's its main purpose. No, well, it's Google it's a useful it. tool for just
1: general public.
2: Is it really? How useful is it? When you have GPS, how useful is it that you could fucking? Pick out a specific house when the GPS will tell you, turn into the driveway. <laughs> do you really need to see every fucking house? Well, no. Well, yeah, of course. You know, that's the point. The point is it's, it's not useful, but we blindly let them take, let them do it because well, of course all of our liberties are being eroded away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But nobody wants to see that. No. Everybody's like, well, what does that harm? Why does it matter? Well, it matters because if you're ever accused of something, they've got all your fucking information. You fucking nothead. They've got, they've got your social media, which they can easily tie to your fucking address on Google earth. And they know exactly where to send the goons to, to shut you up. If they don't want you saying something, they got your fucking, you know, work information. They got your fucking home information. They know where your family is. If they need to use that to lure you in, you know, it's like, fuck. If you, if you're too dumb to see that, that you're just dumb. Sorry. Sorry to go all Alex Jones here. I'll put my tinfoil hat on in a minute, but there's no, there's, if you still believe that the government or big tech does anything for good good <laughs> reasons, you're a fucking moron.
1: I agree. And I've been, I've been beating that drum for the last 10 years.
2: Yeah, There's nothing good about any of it. Yeah. You know, good point in their death's head. Your ISP knows all you're, you're, you're right. Your ISP knows everything. I, I mean I use a VPN on everything but the ISP still knows where the traffic went to. You know, they just don't know where they just don't know exactly where it originated from but they know on their network where it where it started and where it ended. You know, they may not know how it got there but they're fucking not stupid. You know, it's all it's all a big scam to fucking track everybody. I agree. You know, and, and we see it more and more in use and we don't even flinch anymore. No. You know, people, people are like, oh, well, you know, we just, you know, so-and-so was accused of this and we just tracked his phone. Well, you don't have the right to track his phone. (laughs) You know, did you have a warrant to do that? Or did you just do that? Or did you call fucking Apple and say, Hey, we got a suspect, a suspect running. Here's his phone number. Where's the phone at? And they just tell you, or did you get a warrant to get that? You didn't get a warrant. You just did it. They're all fucking shitbags. bags. Every last one of them. I agree.
1: All right. Well, again, I, I've never been a, been a fan, never been an advocate and always railed against it, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's, that's the lives people live. Yeah. And, and again, I, I just want to reiterate if, if you're listening to this show and you're a fan of this show, if you still have a Facebook or a Twitter account, what are you doing?
2: Yeah, but my family, dude. Uh,
1: you know, I don't get it. I don't get dude, it. It's like, what are you doing? Dude,
2: but did you see the picture of the sandwich I had at Slimans today, man? <laughs> it was the biggest one ever, man. I got 13 likes and two hearts. Exactly. It's fucking cool, dude. Sure. You know, I just want to live my life like AOC. It goes <laughs> live on Twitter and all those hearts come. Oh, it's amazing, dude. The, the attention. I get that attention too. <sighs> fucking dumb. I agree. I agree.
1: All right. Well, since we're talking social media here. Mm-hmm. A white. I'm going to use the Jericho greenism here. A white Louisiana school bus driver who made a racist comment to a black student about the murder of George Floyd is out of a job after the child's mother complained to the school officials.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, It was reported that 11-year-old Rashad Gabriel had a face mask below his nose and told a driver he was out of breath after running to catch the bus to Trist Middle School in St. Bernard Parish, located in Metro New Orleans on April 9th. Okay. Since uh, George Floyd, that's what you all say, but I don't see a knee on your neck, said the bus.
2: Well, you know, look, I'm not always for firing somebody, but I got to say that dude was kind of intentionally looking for that one. Come on. Come on. <laughs> really? You drove a cab, dude. Would you ever say that kind of shit? Of course not. Come on.
1: But, but this goes back to the segment we did before. People are just getting fed up. Yeah, they are. And then, you know, I'm not, I'm not justifying what this guy said in any way, shape, or form, but it Mm -hmm. just gets to the point where people just just blurt shit out because it's like, I'm fucking tired of
2: this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's at the point now. It's like, you know what? No matter what I do, you're going to think I'm a fucking white racist piece of shit anyway. So fuck you. Let me show you. That's where it is, dude. It's that same attitude. How many years now have I been doing all the way back to when Obama was president? The fucking people would say i'm a racist i was like yeah okay just add it to the list never cared but i think i think society as a whole is like that now it is racist does not mean anything anymore
1: it, it's been so overused that it means nothing
2: yeah i mean it it's it, and and used incorrectly i agree that's the biggest part of it is it's incorrect You know, we read these stories sometimes and we think they're funny. Toast is racist. Rice is racist. uh, Math is racist. You know, anybody that actually anybody that is an advocate, let's just say that you are an absolute advocate for anti-black racism. Okay, shouldn't you be the first one that's out there saying, wait a minute, enough with the math is racist, (laughs) You're, you're absolutely fucking diluting the actual cause. Wouldn't you think if you truly, truly wanted to end racism that your first thing would, to, would be to distance your cause from any stupid fringe bullshit? Wouldn't you think that? You would think so. But that's just not what happens. No. What happens is... Oh my God, somebody said trees are racist. We better run with that. Well, again,
1: it's it's whatever's the most inflammatory. Yeah. The
2: MSNBC said trees are racist, so we better start convincing our people to cut down trees in their neighborhood. It's like, what are you fucking doing? Do you really think that's going to help people? Do you really think a bunch of black people cutting down trees is going to make you think smart? <laughs> Agree with their cause now. I see it now. I see the racism, the white guys that have trees in their yard. Fucking filthy white guys, racist white supremacists. They're keeping those trees so they can hang a black man from it. I'll bet. I'll bet that's why. Next thing you know, I'll bet you they have that other racist thing in their garage, Rope. It's, it's, it's just, it's so stupid. Well,
1: again, it's the media that needs to be put to rest. Yeah. The the media needs to be destroyed.
2: It does somehow. I don't know how. Well, people just need to stop watching. I just can't believe I I am I hate to use these kind of words, but I'm absolutely flabbergasted <laughs> in the real sense of the word that any and I mean any conservative valued person watches any news on television I don't care what the outlet is I don't care if it's onN I don't care if it's Fox I don't care if it or oan or whatever that's called I don't care if it's Russia today I don't care if it's MSNBC CNN um, whatever else is out there next news network if that's on newsmax newsmax that's the one I was looking for mm-hmm. uh, if you're watching anything on TV, no matter what your slant is, but I'm saying this specifically to people with a conservative slant. Right. If you're watching news on TV, you're automatically accepting information from an organization that on some level is about making money first. I <laughs> see. First. I,
1: well, I talked to our friend Sal today. Uh-huh. And I want you to confirm this for my friend Sal or our sure. friend Sal. Mm-hmm. You don't hate Sal, do you? No, does he think I do? He does. Why? Because I made a off, you know, an off the cuff comment a while back. He said something about you. And I said, that's because Chris hates you. Oh, Jesus. Get over it. (laughs) And, you know, I was talking to Sal today about a personal situation. Right. And he was just like, I got Newsmax playing in the background. And I was just like, dude, why are you watching anything commercial? Yeah. Anything commercial, whether it's Newsmax or One American News, I mean, again, I, I I'm I'm assuming, and again, I have not watched these outlets at all, mm-hmm. but I'm going to assume that anything with big money behind it, it's not going to be as pure as it could be. No, you know, which is why, personally, if I get any news at all, it's it's from the in. It's from the independent content creators mm-hmm. like it Sticks or or our good friend Jericho or anybody like that because they kind of like tell it like it is,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and they're not paid. Yeah. You know? And again, the, this goes back to, and I hate to say it, but it's just the fact of the matter that if you're being paid for your content, you're being compromised.
2: Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it truly is entertainment first. It's truly entertainment first, you know, and that's, that's a big, big problem now is if you're taking it as anything more than entertainment, you're taking it the wrong way. I agree. You know, I mean, if you want to watch it, that's cool. Watch it, go ahead and watch it, but don't take it as any kind of fact. Take it like you were watching Ray Donovan or or animal kingdom or whatever, you should give it the same amount of credence as that. Yeah. Because that's all it is. It's a fucking TV show. That's it. It's not a, it's not an informational show. It's a television show. Yeah.
1: And anybody that, uh, you know, injects a lot of money into it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's, it's going to be slanted. Yeah.
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: this show has no money in it. So you're not going to get a slant. You're just going to get our personal opinion. And that's that's all it is. It's just our personal opinion.
2: Mm -hmm. And, and we, we say constantly, you know, we personally all say, how many times have we said it? Don't take our word for it. No, Seek it out for yourself. Seek it out for
1: yourself. But if, if you align with our thoughts, you know, that's your 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 choice, but we're not being influenced by money.
2: No, not at all. And you shouldn't be influenced by us. If anything, <clears throat> if anything, if we say something that strikes a chord with you, you, your immediate response should be go to DuckDuckGo, not Google. Go to DuckDuckGo and fucking look it up. Look it up and see if see what the what the rest of the world thinks of whatever it is we're talking about. And then make your decision based on our input and their input and whoever else's input, and then make a decision. Watching a fucking TV show and saying, "Oh my God!" If you watch the news today, that you'd think that every fucking white guy out there has has a hood and a fucking uh you know a, a cross that's doused in gasoline in their trunk, ready to burn. You know, it's like holy shit. Get over it, most um. You know, to be very clear, because I, I, I really think this, you you know how the narrative right now is that white people hate black people, blah, blah, blah. Right. The, the people that fight it, the people that, that go and say, well, that's not true. Blah, blah, blah. I love those people are just as wrong. Why can't we, uh, why can't we just be honest and just say, what is the truth? As a white person, I don't give two fucks about the black community, not in a positive way, not in a negative way. And to be quite honest, I don't give two fucks about the white community, not in a positive way and not in a negative way. What,
1: whatever the white community
2: is, whatever that is, but any community, I don't care about the Chinese community, the Japanese community, the Mexican community the Asian community, the whatever Muslim community. I don't give a fuck about anybody. Human beings by nature are selfish. So stop with this bullshit of thinking that people sit around with an ulterior motive of let's get them. Yeah. Let's ba- ba- based
1: on their skin color.
2: Yeah. Let's or based on anything. Yeah. Enough with that shit. Most people don't give a fuck about them, whatever them is. Most people, not, I'm not saying all there are racists out there against every race, but most people when they're when they're driving around their town and they see somebody of a race other than their own, don't see you know walking on the on a sidewalk or something, walking their dog or yeah, something, they don't go look at that guy.
1: What's that black guy doing on my sidewalks here in my community?
2: Nobody's looking around going, look, we're under attack now. There's one of them. (laughs) We're under attack. Let's do like LeBron says and hunt them down. (laughs) Let's hunt them down. Just get off it. Most of us couldn't. Most of us, the best thing you could ever do for the most of us Stay the fuck out of our way. Leave us alone. We'll leave you alone. Most of us, if we see you every single day of, of the rest of our life walking down the street, won't even say hello to you. We won't say hello. We won't ask you what your dog's name is. We won't uh, say, hey, do you live three houses? None of us care. None of us care. Do you care?
1: I would never ask. I mean, again, I've made it clear that I've lived in this, this neighborhood for 15 years and I have no idea who my neighbors are. Okay. You go, well, to
2: the, you go to the
1: Quaker state. I it's do. I haven't been there in a year. Okay, I, but, but when
2: you were, but when yeah. you were, yeah. you were going pretty much every week, right? Yeah, one, once a week. Yeah. Did you ever, how many years do you think you did that? Uh, one, three, three? three, maybe four years. Did you one time, one time recognize somebody that you'd seen in there before and said, Hey, didn't I see you in here two weeks ago? What's your name? I'm, I'm Neely. Nope. No. Cause you don't care.
1: I don't give a shit.
2: Couldn't care less about this fucking guy. Probably unless there was a nice set of tits attached to it. You probably <laughs> didn't learn the fucking waitress's name. True.
1: And, and I can attest to that. Yes.
2: Yeah. If it's some frumpy fucking housewife looking bitch, you're just like, yeah, I'll take the steak, ribeye, medium. (laughs) Walk away from me now. Right. You know, I, I mean, for God's sakes, we don't care about each other. Stop with this grand illusion that we're all, we all do and are supposed to care about each other. None of us care about each other. We don't. We all people human beings we we choose a small selection of people that we care about generally it's family direct family not even all of your family let's face it we all have an uncle or an aunt or something that we don't know you know that is related somehow we don't know dick about them you know we all have that person i have plenty of those people and um and and then so you take your immediate family that you care about And you generally add about five people to it that are people that you actually care about. Is that, I'm not saying that that's an exact science, but that's a pretty, pretty accurate. I would say so. You know, so that's it. So human being, human beings on average care about about 10 people. That's it. And yet somehow you're fooled into believing, well, you know, you need to go and march for this cause and this group, man. You got to stand up for the, no, you don't. Couldn't give a fuck what happens to that group because I'm not involved with that group. That would be like me saying, you know what? I need to, I need to get involved with better gas prices for NASCAR drivers. (laughs) I don't know nothing about gas prices. I certainly don't know anything about NASCAR drivers. So therefore I don't care if they ever race another fucking NASCAR race again. It won't affect my world any. So the last thing I'm going to do is stand up for their fucking cause, whatever their cause would be. You know, just stop with this. We all need to care. Fuck you and your care. Suck my care. What? You're not tribalist? No. What? No, I don't want to be part of a commune. I don't want to contribute anything to anybody else. I have my people that I fucking contribute to. Everybody else, bag of dicks for all of you. <laughs> Courtesy what? of Puddin' Head. What? That's that's
1: how I feel. You're not you're you're not concerned about your neighbor and your friend?
2: No. No? No. I like the neighbor on this side. Have no idea what the guy and his dumb kids are over here. I like my one neighbor across the street, and like I told you last week, I've I met the guy once 10 years ago and I was drunk and I scared him off. And (laughs) that's that. All right. I feel bad about it. I don't feel like I need to go over and say, hey man, I just want to apologize for the way I acted at that party, man. Let's be friends. I think that uh
1: after the show is over, you need to go over there and uh, you know, you know,
2: yeah. shake a hand. Yeah. Keep keep holding on to that theory. <laughs> That's probably never gonna happen ever. All right. What a hateful dick. Yes. No. You know what I am? I'm a normal dick like everybody else. <laughs> Believe me, my theory is not a theory. This is how people are. The the only people that are activists are people that have that have found a way to turn that into coin. Right. That's the only reason they're fucking activists. Show me a poor activist and I'll show you somebody that's not an activist. Because the only the only reason to be an activist is to make money. Not because you care, man, because if you're a caring activist that ain't generating capital, nobody's going to care about your fucking cause. Right? I agree. I mean, that's that's the way it works. You've never had a poor activist, have you? Malcolm X. Malcolm X didn't have any money, did he?
1: I don't know enough about Malcolm X to tell you the story, but I do know that the uh, founder of Black Lives Matter is out there buying mansions.
2: Well, you know, again. It's making money, so therefore therefore people sort of pretend it's a real cause. Yeah, well, BLM stands for Buying Large Mansions. Yeah, I
1: guess it does. (laughs) (laughs) All right, um, let's see here. Uh, Rose Gabriel uh, reported this driver, this horrible driver, to uh, the superintendent. And uh, the superintendent, Doris Voidier, said that the driver no longer works for the system because he made that comment. Right. What she said is offensive Mm -hmm. and inappropriate. It was racially insensitive. And we took appropriate action. OK, Rose Gabriel uh, welcomed the quick action and it made me relieved that I know she's no longer on a bus with my son or anybody that she's uh, or anybody. She's a child, she said, former uh, Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was found guilty uh on tuesday of murder and said uh of manslaughter on tuesday for the george floyd killing which set off a mass
2: protest around the world now why are they protesting this or, or is around it the white world? Guys? yeah who knows is it white guys protesting no i mean this guy got everything that was that was coming at him what what is there to protest nothing that they didn't shoot him in the courtroom is that, is that what we're protesting here? Oh, that they didn't kill him immediately?
1: Well, he deserved death.
2: Oh, is that it? I, I'm going to be honest. I can't really speak on the Chauvin thing because, to be honest, I really didn't give a fuck. You know, I didn't watch a minute of it. You know, I, I just didn't see any of it. So I don't have any knowledge of court to, to talk about it on any level. But what I don't understand, and maybe you can explain it, he was, he was found guilty of second degree murder and third degree murder. Well, he was he was
1: found guilty on three separate charges.
2: But he only All, killed one guy. So how yeah. can he be found guilty of two counts of two different counts of murder? Well, he was
1: found guilty on three different charges. <laughs> but see, this this goes back into the whole well, these you know with this Maxine Waters and mm-hmm. you know this whole thing this is almost a terrorist thing. It's just like, you had better render the decision that we want yeah, or else. No. And, did, and that's you. where we're at these days. It's just like everybody is like under fear of consequences. It's just uh, like, well, you better capitulate to what we think should be the, you know, the end
2: result or else. Well, she did Chauvin a, a, a big solid by doing that because he's gonna get off. They're gonna get a mistrial out of that.
1: Well, who knows about that? But according to the 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 trial and the verdict, mm-hmm. he was uh you know convicted on three different counts.
2: Yeah, I just don't understand how you can have two different counts of murder with one murder. I'm not saying he's not guilty, I just don't understand I I mean doesn't one kind of encompass the other? No.
1: Well, this guy is going to do some time regardless, but Yeah. But the point is is that a lot of these jurors were being under attack. It was just like, well, if you don't if you don't do the right thing according to us, you're going to suffer the consequences. Right. And, you know, the average citizen out there is just like, man, I don't want to, you know, I was selected for this jury. I I don't have a choice. I was told I had to do this and, you know, and it's like, am I going to be able to go home and sleep safe at night? Or is some fucking activist going to show up my door and burn my house down?
2: Yeah. Well, I don't understand why, you know, we're we're getting to the point now where you're going to just have to, you know, you're you're gonna have to probably have just judge trials, not jury trials, because you can't You can't. You just we're getting to the point that you cannot trust citizens. I you agree. Know? You because, can't trust them. Well, because of fear, it, fear it's, and buyouts, and there's too much money to be thrown around. Well, it's the
1: injection of fear mm-hmm. mostly into this thing because it's just like if if you don't if you don't vote the right way. According to us, we're going to get
2: you. Well, I think that's a simple answer. That's, and you're right. I'm not saying that that's, that that's wrong, but I think that the other side of that too is if you come out on the right side, the quote unquote right side of the, the verdict as a juror, you can guarantee yourself a book deal. You will have books by the Chauvin jury within two months guaranteed and they're going to get big money for it. You know, these people that are just fucking mechanics and barbers and shit, they're going to sign a deal for $500,000. Well, why wouldn't they? Of course they will. But that's what I'm saying is, is you can't trust people when they, when there's that kind of coin to make, to be honest. I mean, dude, this is one piece of shit cop, you know? And, and in my opinion, personally, from the little that I've seen, he was kind of a piece of shit cop. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, that is what that is. But, you know, regardless of that, if you can, if they would have proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that he did everything the right way, if they had training videos and all this other bullshit and come in and somehow prove that he wasn't guilty of anything and found him not guilty, you know, Rodney King style, like they did all those cops. If they would have done that, there's no book deal to get. But by going and finding them guilty, there's a book deal on the table. So you know going in that if you just vote the right way, going into the trial, you know that if you vote the right way, you can put a half a million dollars in your pocket. That's a lot of incentive to not even be remotely fair, man. I completely agree. You know, which means why have that then? And you should, what you should have is at this point, it's it's about time to get these things judged, you know, judged by judges, not public. None of this shit should be on fucking television. It should all be closed door trial. And to be honest, it should be even a judge, not even in the room. We've proven that we've got the the um, equipment now to do Zoom and whatnot. It should all be done over Zoom, almost administratively. And that way there's no, you know, there's no judge's name to dox judges or anything. It should be all very clinical, very, you know, administrative like that. And it would solve a lot of fucking problems.
1: Well, I agree. Everything has
2: been compromised these days. Yeah. So you can't, I mean, how, how do you, how are you going to trust 12 people? You can't and, not, and not anymore. You can't. And, and you can't even say, well, we need to move to another venue because that, that day is over too. It's it's where was, where was Chauvin? Minneapolis. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Minnesota. What's another city in Minnesota? Any city, doesn't matter. Uh, St. Cloud. Okay. Moving to St. Cloud makes no difference. Moving to Los Angeles makes no difference. Moving to Banger, Maine means no difference. Because we're we're not in that world anymore The 20 miles makes a difference on how people feel about this shit. People are led by this dumb fuck media. So there's no way to guarantee fairness anymore in a trial. You know? In the 70s or whatever, you could take a Ted Bundy that was killing people in Los Angeles or wherever the fuck he was, move him to fucking Atlanta, Georgia, and nobody would have ever heard of him. You know, and then you could have a somewhat fair trial just based on the evidence. You can't do that now. You can't. Yeah, and and sloppy kisses with his dumb fucking T-shirts in the chat room (laughs) does make a good fucking point here. The judge was afraid to call a mistrial. I did see that. Where? Well, yeah, because again,
1: because everybody was afraid everything was going to burn because of it. Yeah,
2: and he he mentioned it, but then didn't do it. He was like, "Well, Maxine Waters has given this given this this attorney a lot of a lot of fairness to to call for a mistrial, but he should have called for a mistrial if he saw it. He's he's the overlord of the fucking of the trial he should say i'm declaring a mistrial because of what this fucking public official you know governmental official said and then he could have backed it with old Puddinhead's comments too didn't Puddinhead say that they n- needed to make the right decision or some shit well of course he he made a comment
1: prior to the um the verdict and said well i can say this because the jurors are quote-unquote uh sequestered, yeah. so they're not going to hear my comments. They weren't sequestered? Well, according to him, they were. How? They weren't? But, but he that's his comment. He was just like, well, I shouldn't be making these comments, but the jurors are sequestered, so they're not going to hear me say this, but yeah. that was a, again, I agree with you. This is a bunch of nonsense.
2: Yeah, I got news for you, putting head. It's been a long-standing practice of presidents not to comment on anything that is a state matter. This is a state matter. This is the, unless I'm wrong on this. It was the state of Minnesota versus Derek Chauvin. Correct. So therefore, the president of the federal government has nothing to say about it.
1: Wow. Well, States'
2: no. rights rule in that case.
1: Well, the mask-wearing Putin had did have something to say.
2: About it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Fuck old jell pop
2: brain. Ugh. Fucking idiot. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Well, anyway, uh, to wrap
1: up the segment, mm-hmm. uh, another strange case, as it were, mm-hmm. a mom says she tried to cut 10-year-old son tongue off before shooting him dead. Well. Oh. Guess you can't succeed
2: at one, you go for the other, right?
1: Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Jesus. So I I see that our good friend Jeremy from Kentucky, who was uh banging out that uh school teacher. Mm-hmm. He's called into the show numerous times over the years. Right. He's in our chat room tonight. Okay. But uh this apparently happened uh in Kentucky. Okay. A Kentucky mother tried to cut off her 10-year-old son's tongue before shooting him dead. Jesus.
2: That's some Iranian justice if ever there was any. Well, I don't think her
1: son was named George Floyd. Isn't
2: that what the Iraqis used to do under Hussein? it was an
1: honor killing.
2: No, I I, I mean, I, I think that's what they did. If they lied to the police or something, they cut out their tongues. Yeah, of course. I'm pretty sure that's what the, the Uday and kuse were known for. Right. Doing well if you, if, you, if you steal
1: if you steal, you cut off their hand. If you lie, you cut out their tongue.
2: Yeah. I just remember reading about some of the torches of Uday, Uday and kuse, and like they had those things that would like smash like engines and shit, and they would throw people in them and let them get crushed in those engine crushers and shit. It's like holy smokes, they meant business. No. Uh, they they were just depressed. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably true. They did. Their dad said mean things to them. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> uh,
1: Caitlin Higgins, 28, mm-hmm. was arrested for the unfathomable crime after police found the boy's body in the trunk of her vehicle Tuesday night in Louisville, police said. Okay. What is this? Casey Anthony. Apparently a neighbor had reportedly called the cops after witnessing Higgins carrying a gun and the dead child who's wrapped in a blanket. Responding officers found the mother on the porch with the blood on the steps. Oops. Jeez. (laughs) The arrest report states that she admitted trying to cut out her son's tongue Mm -hmm. before shooting him dead. Well.
2: It was not clear if there was any motive for the crime. Obviously the motive was the kid wouldn't shut up. <laughs> Seems pretty clear to me. <laughs> well, you know, we talked
1: about uh Animal Kingdom last week. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I I've been catching up or trying to finish out the, you know, the remaining seasons that are on Amazon. Yeah. And I am telling you the 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 conclusion that I draw from this. Right. Every time there's a issue or in a problem, mm-hmm. it always involves these fucking chicks. Oh well, yeah. The, this Nikki, this this uh, Jay's girlfriend, this Nikki. Uh huh. She's a problem. Oh yeah. You know, good looking girl,
2: but what a what a fucking problem this chick she's is. She's a wannabe. She's a wannabe fucking gangster and she's just not made. Well, here, here's the thing. She lives in this Cody's
1: house. Mm-hmm. And she has stated on several occasions I know who you guys are. I know what you do. Mm-hmm. So anytime they get involved with trying to plan a job for whatever it is that they're doing. Mm-hmm. She's always gotta get her beak into the whole thing. Yeah. Well, what's my role? Where 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 do I where, 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 what am I gonna do? Yeah. And and her boyfriend Jay, Grant, mm-hmm. he's a teenager. He tells her, not the time. This isn't mm-hmm. the place for you. And she goes, Well, well, I should have a piece of this. I should be involved. I I I should have something going on here. And she would go off and do some fucking
2: stupid shit that puts Mm -hmm. the family at risk. Right. Yeah, no, you're, you're, no, she's, she's a, she's a disaster. And and one of them, since two of the different, two of the boys in the house are fucking her, you know, somebody should have just said, look, your job is our dicks. That's it. That's your function here to fucking drain cum, not to fucking be part of a heist, you stupid whore. So I got to the, I I think it was season
1: three. Okay. So so because Jay, her boyfriend, again and 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 again, I know that you and I have the same philosophy or thought process on this. Mm-hmm. This this seventeen year old girl who you know she's an attractive girl and all and so on and so forth. She, jumped ship from her boyfriend from high school. Right. Fuck. Jay's brother. Un- no, her uncle.
2: Yeah. Her uncle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Greg. Mm-hmm. And then he took her back. Yeah. After, after her uncle had his way with her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then because she couldn't have a part in their criminal activity or their heists, mm-hmm. she had to go do something stupid and mm. go shoot up heroin and then shoot herself in the leg because she's right. dancing around with a loaded gun. Right. And just, he, here's the thing, it, watching this this whole Animal Kingdom thing, if you haven't watched this, it's on Amazon. Yeah. I've been really enjoying this, just like you said. I told you you'd love it. I did. I love it. I'm, I'm going to get in, you to watch The Shield next. So that well, really I, I, I'm it. in season three, okay? All right. So this fucking chick and I, granted, I get, I get the immaturity of it that she's Uh 17 and all that crap. I get that, but it's been made clear to her again and again and again from Jay and Pope and, and, and Greg and Smurf. And this is a, this is a, uh, underworld business. Yeah. You gotta be careful. You gotta watch out for the cops. You can't talk to people. Nothing impulsive. Yeah, you you gotta just be guarded at all times. Mm-hmm. She's holding parties at the house constantly. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's scoring coke and drugs and running around. And then every time these guys want to do a job that brings in the money that they survive on, she's got to dip her beak into this every fucking time. What's my part? Where where do I fit in? What do I got to do? How come I can't be a part of this? How come I can't go with you? It's like, shut the fuck up, clean the fucking house, suck my dick and shut your fucking face. Yeah. That's your part. Shut up. Mm -hmm. Don't do anything. Don't draw attention to yourself. Quit acting like a bitch. Yeah. But no, I got to have a gun. Mm -hmm. I got to go get a 50 caliber. I got to snort up the drugs. I got to shoot up some heroin. (laughs) It's like, why don't you just support your guy who you claim to love so much? And just shut your fucking pie hole. No, can't do it. I got to be a part of it. I got to have this. I got to do that. I got to be in, I got to be involved somehow.
2: Yeah. No, she's a, she's a disaster. I knew you would love the, oh, oh my God. I, I, you know, as much as
1: a, a, of an attractive girl as she is, mm-hmm. you hate I, her. I wanted to strangle her the shit oh, out of this fucking bitch. Oh yeah. It's like, the, it's been made clear to you that this is what, what the situation is now toe the line. Yeah, of course. But no, I can't do that. I have to be involved somehow. That's right. And if I don't get involved, I'm going to get all pissy about it and I'm going to do something about it.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah. hmm Well, she leaves shortly. I think she, oh, I, if you saw her shoot herself, she's.
1: Gone. I did. I, I saw her shoot herself in the leg and her dad come and get her.
2: Yeah, that's it. She's gone. I get it. So,
1: but, but that's the point. It's just like, it's been made clear to you where things stand. Mm-hmm. Now accept it or get the fuck out.
2: Yeah, exactly. By oh, way.
1: no. I, I've got to be involved. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Get <laughs> lost.
2: <laughs> By the way, I posted natural laws thing up just so you could read it. Because I'm going to keep banging on this one until you watch the show. Here's All right. Show.
1: Field, the greatest
2: cop show ever. And it is. All right. I agree. It is such a great show. you got to. It is. So you. I can't fathom that you haven't watched it. All
1: right, well, as soon as I'm done with Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm.
2: I, I will watch this. Yeah. Cause I can't wait till you get to Animal Kingdom so we can talk about what happened there. <laughs> I, I, Dude, it's funny. The only people I've been able to convince to watch Animal Kingdom for, and I don't know why, but is you and Kelly. And Kelly's a season behind. So I've been sitting for almost a year waiting for anybody to talk. And I wasn't even
1: aware of it until yeah. you brought it up about a week ago. Yeah, so I'm in. I'm in season three. I've watched it every single night. Mm-hmm. I, I I watched it pretty much all day today.
2: Sure, and
1: I'm in season three, and it was just like, holy shit! Well, and and again, the women in the movie or or the show rather, this the the, um, the series. Yeah, I boy, I just want to fucking kill these bitches.
2: Uh, well. All I'll say is that season four ended with one of the most amazing pop <laughs> twists in the history of television. And I've been sitting on it for well over a year to talk about it, and there's nobody to talk about it to. All right. Well, I'm I'm getting there. All right. When you get there, I don't give a shit if it's on the air or not. Whenever you watch the last episode of season four, I'm expecting my phone to ring and you to be like, <laughs> What the fuck?
1: Well, I don't my, my attitude about this. A, and again, I'm in season three. Yeah. It's just like, mind your place, bitch. Oh, yeah.
2: Mind your place. Well, and dude, that's that's the whole, it's very similar in The Shield. The Shield, and I won't tell you much about it, but The Shield, you have this one group of detectives that are fucking, they're great at what they do, but they're also scumbags and that's what makes them great. They work deals on the streets and whatever. Right. And they're stealing left and right and planning jobs and whatever. And everything's going along great. I mean, great. And then the one cop, Shane ends up with this cunt (laughs) named Mara and Mara is so Mara. I go back and forth and Mara is always in this, this role of one of the all time cunts in (laughs) the history of cunts on television. She's such a, she's, I go back and forth between, like, her, Janice, and the mother on The Sopranos. <laughs> That's how much of a cunt Mara is. And I hated her so bad in this show that I can't watch her in anything else. Everything else she comes on, like, like I think I told you that She was on Law and Order as, a, like, a criminal or something. And the minute I saw her on screen, I was like, oh, fuck that bitch. <laughs> I, I just was like, I hate her. 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 Yes, Deshead, you're right. Mackie's wife is a cunt too. I agree with you, but not nearly to the Mara level. Mara made their entire world fall apart, and everything's her fault. And and I hated this bitch. Look at this. Look at this. Right, popped right up. I hated Mara. I wanted her to die so much. She was the most hateable cunt ever. And 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 you know how bad. That I hated Janice on Sopranos.
1: Janice, you know, watching Janice on Sopranos, I Mm -hmm. could smell that stinky cunt. Uh, Exactly. Radiating from my TV. Mm -hmm. Just, it's it's like that, that is the stinkiest, awfulest
2: bitch that ever
1: walked the planet.
2: I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to bet. I'm putting this bet out now. I will bet you a steak dinner next time I see you <laughs> that you will hate Mara more than Janice. All right. And I and I feel very comfortable in that one. Steak <laughs> steak dinner on the line that you will hate Mara way more. Not even by a little. You won't say it's close. You'll hate Mara way more. All right. Way more. And and what's crazy about that. Janice was in all the seasons of The Sopranos. Mara's only in about three years of The the Shield and in those three years she makes you want to fucking rip your eyes out and wish you'd never seen her. She is a cunt. And bravo to whoever the actress is that played her because she did a hell of a job acting because wow, do I hate her. (laughs) tell you i don't think she could she could literally play a role as somebody that saves the world as the person that magically comes in and saves all those people from jim jones and i'd still hate her she'd be in the jim jones field and i'd be like just let them drink the kool-aid you bitch That's <laughs> at least they would be free of you yeah exactly they'd get a nice drink it wouldn't have to put up with your shit anymore <laughs> you whore I hate you for what you did to Shane, you bitch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I love hating some of these but these guys are smart now. They all write in woman hate. Like right now I'm watching Mayans, you know, the, the sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, the sequel the to, to, to uh Sons of Anarchy.
2: Yeah, and the biggest problem in Mayans, chicks. It's chicks, the 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 main guy Galindo, the cartel leader, is yes. married to a white chick, and she's just a fucking problem. She's always a fucking problem. And it's like, dude, just fucking shut up. I'm the leader of a drug cartel, and I'm and I'm and I'm upset because my wife isn't giving me good puss. Jesus fucking Christ, really? Shoot her and move on. <laughs> fucking A.
1: You know, watching this uh Animal Kingdom. Yeah. This J. The 17-year-old kid, he's trying to keep the family afloat, collect all this money, launder all this money, do all these book work, all this other shit. And his 17-year-old cunt girlfriend, all Mm -hmm. she can think of, you don't spend enough time with me. It's like, keep the house clean, shut your mouth. I've got shit to do. Right.
2: Oh, Shut up. Yeah, I know that, that Jay is uh, if if I have a problem with the animal kingdom, it's Jay, because just some of the stuff is just not believable from a 17 year old kid. Yeah, he's 17. Yeah. And, and like, like there's the, there's I don't know if you've seen it yet or not, but it's not a plot breaker. So I can go ahead and tell you this. At, at some point, he's out there buying a bowling alley. I, I, I'm not to that point. Okay, he's, 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 buy, he's buying a bowling alley to, All right. to, to launder some money. That's what he's out there doing. And he's talking to a guy about buying a bowling alley. And the guy's like, well, it's $990,000 or whatever. And Jay's like, oh, yeah, I'll pay cash for that. What fucking world are we in (laughs) that anybody's going to look at a 17-year-old kid and go, oh, you got $990,000? Okay, cool. Let's fucking do it. Bring me that bag of money. What world are we living in that we believe that that could happen? Come on. It's just not completely believable. No, I agree with with that. Jay. They should have made Jay a little bit older or something Yeah. or, or flashed forward three years after he came in, after his mom died, they could have just flashed forward. Like in season two, they could have said, okay, three years later, Jay's 22 now or whatever. Then it would be a little more believable, you know, but they do lose me sometimes with Jay and this fucking young kid. <laughs> but anyway, I love the animal kingdom. It's a good, it's a good series. I've been watching
1: it. For two weeks straight.
2: Yeah, no, it's a good show.
1: And uh, I watched it most of the day today. And I was just like, yeah. holy fuck.
2: It's good shit, man. Yeah.
1: A lot of hot chicks on the show. Hey, man. And they're all naked and fucking. <laughs>
2: nice.
1: All right. Let's take a short break. And uh, we'll come back and wrap up the show. And I think the only way to end this uh, segment is to play some love-hate. Okay. I think this is one of your favorite tunes from Love Hate. Don't fuck with me. There you go. And I won't fuck with you. That's right. All right. Here's Love Hate featuring Jizzy
2: Pearl exclusively here. On your classic metal show. (laughs) All right, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? And you know what else is a lot of fun? The CMS Podcast Network. That's right, cmspn.com is the address. Make sure you go over there. Make sure you watch the episodes there. You listen to the episodes there. And maybe you even just subscribe so it's delivered to your phone to whatever podcasting software you use. But do it from cmspn.com. Once again, cmspn.com, cmspn.com, cmspn.com. We'll see you next time, fucks.